Let's get started now. Uh, congratulations immensely to our women's basketball team uh, and our men's basketball team, uh, Coach Payne and Coach Boyle, for what they accomplished last night. And uh, congrats to our soccer team for being selected to the NCAA tourney yesterday. That is quite an honor. Also, David Connor, offensive tackle from Atlanta, Sociology, Students of the Week, Academic Students of the Week. Jacob Woda, am I saying that right? I so. Woda, uh, from Wisconsin, Exploratory Studies, Academic Students of the Week, um, as well as Travis Hunter, honorable mention for the Paul Hornick. Travis, uh, top for game CU in history snaps a game. Second player in FBS, so three touchdown receptions. Three receptions since Champ Bailey, which is unbelievable. I played with Champ, Hall of Famer. Bassett has been unbelievable. Mark is uh, 17 punts inside the 20, including eight inside the 10 and three inside the five, which is unbelievable. And I think we messed up a couple more than he would have been had inside the one. We'd have done our jobs right. Kid is unbelievable. Xavier Weaver, 60 receptions, 783 yards, setting a new career, setting new career highs for himself. And uh, he's on pace for a thousand yards this season, which is phenomenal. Next, uh, sometimes when you're losing like we're losing, and you got to find positives to to energize the staff, to energize the the young men that's working their butt off to to make it happen. So we presented some statistics to our team yesterday, and I wanted to share them with you. 18 turnovers defensively tied for fourth in the country. Eight fumbles recovered tied for fourth in the country. 10 interceptions tied for seventh in the country. 23 sacks tied for 12th in the country and a 36% start rate in the red zone. Uh, 14th in the country. And offense through nine games, um, I'm comparing this to last year at this, at this particular time. I think we're averaging 16 more points of game in almost plus 86.5 yards a game. Passing-wise, it was eight touchdowns, eight interceptions at this point a year ago. Now I think with 24 touchdowns, three interceptions, plus 18, uh, 1,100 yards, almost 1,200 yards. Uh, we like in rushing at this point last year, at 1,024, we're minus 402. So we're suffering in that aspect, but there's a, a tremendous amount of positives that we must glean on with these young men because they're playing their butts off and like I reiterate today, there's no quit in them. And that's one thing that draws me closer and closer to them and I love it, that there's no quit in them. They have not shut it down. They're still fighting their butts off to the end. Let's go. Question, Ariel. Yeah, before we get into any of the football, the, the women's team, they just took down an absolute delight. Is it safe to say that they're coming? They're coming and we should have played their theme music. Because uh, they're balling. You know, you know, I'm a, a huge fan of, the, of their coach, um, Coach Payne. She's unbelievable. Just to see her do her thing and witness her practices, and uh, to get instant and constant feedback from my daughter, who's there. And she called me late. I was already asleep. I'm like, <laughs> I'm serious. I was so tired yesterday. And she just called me screaming in the phone and so happy and excited and full of joy about that accomplishment. That is huge. We cannot underestimate what they just did. That was huge for the program. It was huge for the university and women's basketball. Bless you. Um, hats off to them. 
Uh, I wish I could have been there to witness it myself, but it was a blessing. Hey, Coach, Nick Miller, Fox 31. Uh, in the last dance, Michael Jordan talked about one of his greatest strengths was being able to take a negative and turn it into a positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you able to do that with this team at this junction? Well, everything is, well, my, my life is positive. You got to understand, I don't, I don't dwell on yesterday. You know, uh, losses are hard to flush tremendously for me, though, because I'm a, a bona fide winner. Um, I'm a positive person throughout throughout anything so I don't really dwell on it I just I'm a natural fixer and I want to fix things I want to make things work I want to make things right I want our fans to be pleased I want our AD to be ecstatic and, and I want our kids to all go pro and be successful in some form some some form of fashion and that includes winning Jimmy Coach that's the oh, sorry Jimmy Searfoss 24 7 sports um, that's the second week in a row that the defense has taken a step forward yeah I think it's been that switch lately Excuse me? What do you think has been the switch to get the defense more productive? They're just starting to understand what the expectation. Um, defense is always a little harder to get going than offenses. I mean, because you're trying to stop somebody instead of somebody, you know, it's like you, you're trying to stop me from getting to that darn whiteboard and, and, and stuff. That's, that's kind of tough. When, when you are trying to, the person that's offensive usually have much more success early on. The defense is getting it. They, uh, they are understanding the scheme. They understand the expectation, and they they have constant, consistent energy. Like uh, those guys are just built different, man. I mean, I, I love it. Not that they're built different than total offense. They just, as 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 men, as football players, they're they're tough nosed and tough minded. And when we get everybody on the same page, it's going to be extraordinary. I like what I see in practice. I like what I see in film room. Even the mistakes we make throughout the game is, is one guy here and there, and we could correct that. Hey, Coach Murray. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. It's obvious to see how real momentum is inside yeah. of a game. Yeah. How real is it inside of the season, week to week? Um, I don't know if it's inside of a season, but it's uh, it has a lot to do with opportunities. Like when you break it down, and that's what we broke it down and, and allowed the young man to see the multitude of opportunities there were defensively and offensively. And when you break it down and show them, okay, if we'd have done that, we'd have taken advantage of the opportunity. If we'd have done that, we'd have taken advantage of the opportunity. And that was a different score. And it's a different scenario. So it's a lot of ifs after the game, but you got to show them how close they are. Hey, Coach. How are you doing, sir? Good. How are you? Good. Um, this is your last chance to play in front of the fans here at Folsom Field this mm -hmm. weekend. What do you hope, other than a win, what do you hope to leave them with going uh, out on the final game? Um, positive hope. Positive hope that I wish you could only understand how close we are to being what we want to be and do what we want to do. Um, like I, I, last week, I, I think I said it, we got our butts kicked once. Everything else, we had an opportunity to win. We got to learn how to win. We got to seize the moments. We got to take advantage of the opportunities presented. And we can't faint in the midst of adversity. We got to stand tall in the midst of adversity. And we're learning that. That's, that's a process that I'm truly as impatient as you are. And uh, the young men in that locker room, they're impatient as well, but they want it. I, I can't say they don't want it. They, they truly do because they have not given up. Good morning. Um, this is last Pac-12 season uh -huh. in Colorado. 
upcoming Big 12, more than 12, obviously. And these conferences are so big. Mm -hmm. How big is too big? How do you keep from getting lost? We don't think about that. We we could care less. Like we, whoever's on the schedule, we we we're gonna play. We're gonna play our hardest. We're gonna play to win. We don't care what you call it, what conference you call it. What we, I'm serious. I, I I'm I'm speaking for my staff as well as the young men that I coach. They don't care of the conferences. They just want to win and play their butts off and, and prayerfully go to the NFL or be a professional in some form or fashion. They don't care what package you wrap us up in. I don't think a kid, I have not met a kid yet, and I've been recruiting for, uh, what is it, four years now? Three and a half, four years? I have not met a kid yet to say, man, you know, that Pac-12, uh, uh, that swack. Yeah, not yet. They, they're concerned with about how much they're going to play uh, this, not the schedule, but they want to go to the next level. They're not thinking about who they're playing against and what they're playing against and what you call it. I haven't called a recruit yet for that. Hi, coach. How you doing? Good. How are you? Nick Good. Good. When you go back and watch the film at Oregon State, you're sitting with all your coaches, Pat mm -hmm. Shermer, Sean Lewis, and you're watching this offense. What are you saying to them and what we need to adjust with the court? Um, we got better. We got tremendous. We, I don't want to say this because you're going, you guys are going to take it the wrong way. Oh, thank you, Lord, for stopping that. We did some positive things. That you're one play away. You're one block away. You're 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 one Mr. Simon away. You're one step too deep on a route. Um, you're one drop away from from accomplishing what you desire to accomplish. But we got to stop that. We got to have a consistency and make those plays happen instead of allow those plays to escape us. So when you're looking at film or you're gleaning from film, you're thinking about what you can do the next week. That yesterday is yesterday. What can we do now to make sure we don't miss those opportunities? Practice-wise, uh, film study-wise, and preparation-wise, period. That's, that's the thought process. Hey, Coach Tyler How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, it's obviously senior day this week, um, and a lot of the seniors are, are guys that, you know, grad transfers that came here from other programs. Um, I don't think we have many seniors, do we? One actual senior on the roster. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. But just the older players that you know, this might be their last year of eligibility, how important is it to maybe recognize them for just coming here for maybe just one semester, one season, um, and have the impact they've had on the program, even if it is in a short time? Let me tell you who should be recognized. I mean, the seniors should be recognized great. But the darn scout team, I want to recognize them this week. I really do. I mean, I want to recognize them in some form or fashion because those kids don't receive the hand claps, don't receive the fanfare, um, not recognized uh, publicly, and they work their butts off. And the majority of them are walk-ons. Some of them are scholarship players that's, you know, young and, and trying to make their way and trying to see their way through. But they should be recognized as well. But we're going to give our seniors love and, and, and support wholeheartedly. But I don't think we have many that's going to be recognized, do we? About 15, Coach, because there's a bunch with just one. A lot of grant transfers were just one year. Gotcha. I haven't even checked those lists. I'm, I'm, I'm caught up in what we're doing right now, not who's leaving. Yeah, 
Matt Smith, 1043 The Fan, Coach. Arizona is going through the process of something like you guys are trying to embark on. They're a little right. further down the road in it. Mm -hmm. What have you seen from Jed Fish and his program, specifically lately, because they're one of the hottest teams in the conference? Yeah, first and foremost, he's a, he's a really good coach. He's a really good person. Uh, uh, I think we, we were together maybe in San Francisco or something. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to make sure. Um, I do remember his face and his name, but he, he's uh, – He's been phenomenal. His his his, his coaching resume is, is is suffice. I like him as a person, as a coach, as a man. Um, what he's doing with that program is phenomenal, and and I love everything he's doing. And his kids are playing hard. They're not being penalized much, and they're playing hard, and they're making the plays that they need to make. How much do you look at a program like that as you're going through this process to learn and maybe take some things from? I, I, I really from? I can't say I do. I, mean, I would be lying if I do. Uh, I have so many uh, people I could lean on. I mean, just having wonderful talks with guys who've been in these situations. Um, I think a couple weeks ago, talking to Coach Johnson, Jimmy Johnson, it was phenomenal. I talked to Coach Zimmer all the time, Barry Switzer. It's, it's so many guys that I could pull from, and I do. I do gravitate to them, even guys that weren't head coaches, but they had positions, not just in the NFL, but in college football that I, I lean on that you may not even know of, but they've been there and done that. So I have a database of uh, some some lofty people that I could glean from. But he, he is definitely a guy that, that I admire and respect the heck out of what he's doing with the program. Coach Sean Keeler of the Denver Post. I have a question for you as a dad. <laughs> And as a coach, first the coach question, uh, as far as you know and care to say, is the uh, play calling arrangement still going to be the play calling arrangement? Are, are you the guy that Shador was? Are you, Am I the guy? Did I you, did I'm that you? that guy. It's so funny that I didn't know that, but from your line of questioning, like how you, how you came with it, it's like something clicked in my head and say, that's the guy. And I didn't even see the press conference. I just saw him laugh and, and, and say, Come on, dog. <laughs> Whatever he said, he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I passed that. I passed that. Let that go, man. Just let let it go. You ain't you barking up a tree that you ain't gonna get up. Just let it go. We, we're some happy people right here. We're ecstatic. We're blessed. We're highly favored. We're 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 not where we want to be, but we we ain't where we used to be. And we're going in the right direction. So we're good. We're not that like controversy and that stuff. We don't we don't. We're trying to raise these kids, man. Grown folks' problems, they, they, that don't help kids. Speaking of raising And I've been through two divorces, and I know that for a fact. <laughs> Grown folks' problems don't help kids. As a dad. Uh, I'm a great dad. So as a dad, I'm a great dad. Let's start right there. As a dad, I am balding. As a dad, I'm a Hall of Famer. As a dad, I'm a All-American. As a dad, I'm a Pro Bowler. As a dad, I'm a flat-out winner. As a dad. Exclamation mark. I'm him. As a dad who knows the NFL people that you know, mm -hmm. would there be a grade or an evaluation on Shadur that would make both of you right you go, huh, maybe we should look at the next level. Maybe why Why would we and we having a great time here? When we appreciate and we love what we are, it's hard to look at someone else. Brian, go ahead. Hey, Coach. Brian Halford. How you doing, yeah. sir? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, you hear a lot about teams needing to learn how to win. Yeah. And Arizona, you know, I've questions, has kind of done that. They've gone through some of the things you've mm -hmm. done. They finally flipped the switch a few mm -hmm. weeks ago. 
Do you believe in that? And do you feel like your team is learning how to win through some of these things? Our, our team is learning how to be consistent. And when you're consistent with anything in life, you're, you're usually successful in that. And we're learning how to be consistent in certain areas. You can see now the defense is propelling it, itself and they're more consistent in things that uh, they were inconsistent in early in the year. And, and, I, and I love that aspect of it. But uh, that's what winning in, in, in life is about, being consistent. We just got to be consistent in the things that, that we desire to do well. And uh, as of right now, in some aspects of our game, we're inconsistent. A couple more. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Coach. Uh, Jack Carlo with the Buffalo Wires. Um, as you said earlier in the year, the goal for players and coaches is to get 2% better every day. Yeah. But now nearing the end of the season, just what's the number one thing that you've learned about yourself as a coach? Patience. Patience. That's it. Patience. I love patience. I, you know, I, you guys know I ain't perfect. I'm, I, I chase that. And uh, patience is, is everything. I mean, when you're used to you gotta understand, man. We coming from where we came from. I don't think we lost a regular season game in two years. Well, then coming um, in high school, shoot, hey, maybe one in the last four years or three years. That that's tough to to be patient and, and understanding that this formula of winning. You got to get pieces. You got to. Um, everyone has to be all in. You got to paint the picture, and they got to understand the the portrait that's. That was painted. And you, you gotta, you gotta all be on one accord. Last one, go ahead, Adam. Hi, Coach Adam. Mr. How you doing, sir? Sports still wild. Shadour's obviously been under a lot of pressure this year. How has he continued to handle that without it becoming a negative? And what have, what's been kind of your message week to week um, as far as that goes? Shador is a is a pro, man. He's a pro playing college football. I mean, he he knows how to handle you all. He he knows how to uh, take care of his academics. He, he knows how to act in public. I mean, he's, uh, he has fun with the game. When he's holding up his watch and all that stuff, that's fun to him. He's a kid. You guys try to throw adulthood on him. You know, don't want him to enjoy his life and his, his, his game. Um, I, he's a great – you don't know him like I know him. I'm his dad. He's a great human being. He's a really a great young man. He's, he's good for the game. He's good for his teammates. Yeah, he's good for college football, and the way he's handled that adversity that he's seen, he, we're in the same book. We, we've always won. So this is tremendously tough hitting this hurdle that we've hit. So I don't see him flinching. I don't see him you know, quitting in him. I don't see no shutdown in him. He's studying and preparing just as he would any other time, the same preparation when we were winning. Um, he's getting more treatment because his body is tremendously sore. Um, when he, he, his body is tremendously sore. I'm tremendously sore because I know something, the things that he don't do that he's doing now to make sure he can get out there and be his best. So I'm, I'm proud of the young fella. I really am. I'm proud of his brother on the other side too, as well. I'm proud of those guys as well as uh, all the other kids on the team. But you asked me about my son, so that's why. I diverted to my sons because some people will get the end of this and not talk. Why is he talking about his kids and not the team? Uh, I love all my kids. Yes. yes. Come on, Ariel. Has he suffered any injuries in the past couple games? Or is he yeah, sore? yeah, he's suffered injuries. Of course he's suffered injuries. You think he's walking like me for nothing? <laughs> what, what kinds of injuries has he suffered? He's hurting. He's hurting. You have to check with the trainers on that one, but he's, he's hurting. He's hurting. But he's going to be all right. Come, come Saturday. Well, 
he, he, he has to get in a couple good days of practice so he can get his timing in of the new installation, new plays, and all that stuff. So he'll be, he'll be okay come Saturday. With that, is there any focus to take a little pressure off of him with a little bit more well, of the running game? Don't you think we've been trying to take <laughs> Come on, guys. Y'all ain't nothing crazy. Shoot, what you think we've been trying to do? It's so funny that you guys think it's just like, yeah, you just go out there and hand the ball off, you just run down the field, right? We, we can well, just I'm do just it. asking. I mean, it yeah. just seems like it would be yeah. something. So we just want to call pass plays after the pass plays after the pass. We don't want to run, right? Yeah, we, yeah, we don't want to run. All right, thanks. We're against running. <laughs> uh, thank you all. Thanks, much. Enjoy your nine laters. Appreciate it. Mate. mate. Well, listen to my mate. <laughs> you hear my mate? All right. Who wants the first question for Mark? Hey Mark, Jake Holmes, DMVR. Just what has this season been like for you after the uh, last few years playing college football? Yeah, it's been a it's been a lot of fun. I mean, first two years at Louisville, uh, it's definitely a lot of differences being here. I mean, every time you look at your phone, it's all about Colorado. So it's it's pretty cool to see uh, playing for this man over here. It's uh, <laughs> pretty special. Um, we always not joke, but we always say he's more than a football coach. He uh, he really cares about us and. He's, uh, he's more of a life coach, so he's getting us prepared for life after football, too. Matt, you want? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like throughout the year, your consistency has started to build and build and build. Are you feeling like you're getting more comfortable within what you're being asked to do here? Yeah, I mean, I've always been comfortable, but um, definitely have improved as the season's gone on. The thing about punting is, I mean, a lot of guys have the big balls, but it's how how good is your worst ball? That's what makes the great punters great. And that's something I've been working towards every day. Hey Mark, uh, Jack Carlo with the Buffalo Wire. Um, just what's it been like getting to know some of the other guys on the special teams, you know, guys like Kamada, Lee. what's that been like? Yeah, it's, it's a great group. Uh, we have a lot of fun. I mean, and Marta's been doing his thing, man. He's, he's amazing. Um, Jace has been kicking a lot of touchbacks as of late. and. Um, yeah, those guys are a lot of fun, man. We, we have a great time of practice, and we hang out outside of practice, and um, it's, a, it's a great group. Can't speak highly enough of those guys. Hey, Mark. Brian Alford, a little bit of camera. You've had several punts where you've been able to pin the opponent deep. You have a couple on the inside the five. How much fun is that for a punter? Because I, mean, I know you practice that, but how much fun is that when you actually land one like that and it, and it does pin the opponent deep? Yeah, I mean, it is a lot of fun, but I don't, actually don't practice those as much as you probably think. I mean, playing Australian football all my life growing up, that end-over-end pun just comes natural to me. So I spend most of my week trying to perfect the spiral punting, uh, and those, those are just easy for me, placing the ball where I want to. As a follow-up, do you like those situations when you're called upon and you know you have to pin it? Oh, yeah. Like late in the game, and I think it was against Stanford, two minutes left. Um, yeah, I love being put in those moments. And, um, yeah, I just want to do my job for the team. Good man. Has anybody that maybe doesn't get a lot of coverage caught your eye 
whether it be on punt coverage or kick coverage or any of that stuff that you guys do that maybe you know doesn't get talked about a lot. For sure, we've had we've had several changes on the punt team recently with injuries and um, uh, a guy like Hank Salinkas, the O line. He's been uh, called upon to be a guard on the punt team. Done a phenomenal job, man. Um, uh, this other several guys flying down the field making plays. I uh, can't. I can't do what I do without those guys. So, uh, yeah, they've been great. Go ahead, Tyler. Hey, Mark. Tyler King with the number. He said you're also the, the holder in the kicking game. I mean, how much pride do you take in that aspect as well? Because obviously, there's been some big kicks that you guys have had to make the season, particularly the one at Arizona State, the game winner from Ada. Yeah, I take a lot of pride in that. I mean, I want to play at the next level. And as a punter, you, you really can't unless you're the primary holder. So. I mean, I can't kick during a whole like practice. So when I'm not kicking, I'm I'm working on holding. Uh, definitely take a lot of pride in it. Jimmy, go ahead. Um, I see you rep Australia pretty big uh, during the games, pretty games coming out with the flag. What are you seeing from that community over the year? Uh, obviously, I love to rep where I'm from. Um, I mean, I get a lot of support from back home, friends and family. They love what I'm doing over here. They really don't know anything about American football, but they see the big crowds and they, they love it. But um, it's cool to see so many guys that I trained with back home and play against them here and, and just see them all over the country doing their thing. It's, it's really special. Anything else for Mark? Go ahead, Brian. I talked to you at Pat Media Day, so I just want to ask just sort of lighthearted thing. Do you have a misconstruction? No, <laughs> I do not miss construction. <laughs> I'm working every day here to make sure I don't have to go back to construction. You're definitely working, mate. You're definitely working, mate. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. All right, thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Coach.